The Anchored City Podcast is recorded in Anchorage, Alaska, on the traditional lands of the Denina Athabascan people. I have heard the oldest stories that the wisest man never told. And I cast aside my worries And just went digging for gold And I will scale the highest mountains Looking for the bluest blue Welcome to the Anchored City Podcast, where we're connecting with Anchorage's soul through her histories, stories, and people. I'm your host, Joel Kiekenfeld. In our previous episode, we examined a small part of the history of substance use and misuse in Anchorage. That episode ended with a statement from the Municipality of Anchorage Health Department that highlighted the concern over substance misuse in the city and its cost to our collective emotional and financial health. A study released in 2019 by the Alaska Mental Health Trust Authority reported that substance abuse cost the state $3.5 billion in 2018, when you consider the cost of health care, productivity lost, criminal justice, traffic accidents, and other services. Substance use and abuse rates in Alaska are among the highest in the nation. A 2015 report from the Alaska Mental Health Board shows that Alaskans, both male and female, drink heavily and binge drink at rates higher than the rest of the country. The Mental Health Board also reports that Alaskans used illicit drugs at a higher rate than most of the U.S., with the city adding that addiction rates of Alaskan youth are the highest in the nation. Of course, the pandemic has not helped the situation. In light of all this, I wanted to talk to someone in Anchorage about treatment and recovery from substance misuse. I'm Denise Ogato with the Salvation Army. I'm the Associate Anchorage Social Services Director. Um, I oversee a plethora of our social services programs here in Anchorage. And I share that alongside of someone else um, who oversees the other half of that. I asked Denise about the nature of substance abuse in Anchorage. Well, um, just I'm looking at our stats from 2020, um, 35% of the people that came through our doors, 35% of that was for alcohol, alcoholism. Uh, 28% was that that was for methamphetamines and 24% was for heroin. Um, the biggest things that we're seeing is because uh, when um, somebody who's in addiction and they're ready to get out, if there's not accessible um, somewhere for them to walk through the door that day, there's a good chance you're going to lose them, right? And a lot of people, some people need detox before you can go into treatment. And so that, again, hinders it. So um, the biggest things are options, availability, untreated mental health homelessness and just the will of of wanting to seek treatment in itself. I asked about the treatment options available in Anchorage, in particular those being offered by her agency, the Salvation Army. There's quite a bit options here in Anchorage. There's Aquila, CITC has one, um, South Central Foundation, the Salvation Army, and then there's other ones popping up all over the place like Genesis and uh, these other places, right? Um, it all depends on their ASAM criteria. So people who are seeking um, um, 
treatment, they have to get a, um, they go through like an interview process pretty much. And ASAM is the American Society of Addiction Medicine, if you don't know. Um, they've compiled a bunch of uh, objective criteria and that helps the clinician to decide whether intensive outpatient, outpatient, or um, uh, residential treatment is the best option for them. And so that's used across the board. Um, there's, there's in all of it, you can find here in Anchorage, except for the 3.7 and the 4.0, which can't be because that has to be in a medical setting. Um, but there is detox available in the city. I personally, I don't speak for the Salvation Army on this, but I personally feel that there's not enough detox centers here in Anchorage. My, my two biggest things have been, um, I've been advocating for personally is detox and um, uh, aftercare, uh, some sort of transition into um, even prior to even going into a halfway house because some people need that extra handholding um, some people haven't had to pay bills or know how to clean up after themselves. And, and, and I think that that needs to happen. Um, I'm a huge proponent for that as well. Specifically here, um, we have, a, we got the contract. We work with the Department of Corrections. We are in Goose Creek, Highland Mountain, and Anchorage Jail. And we are assisting in um, dual diagnosis, which is mental health as, long, as well as substance abuse treatment. We have our outpatient center um, uh, in town as well, as well as our residential. We literally one location, one avenue into Clithrow at all. Um, if they're referred, you know, from Goose Creek or Highland or something like that, they can be referred to any residential program, even ours here in town. That's absolutely fine. But if somebody's just walking off the street, for instance, Joel, if you wanted to come into the program, uh, you would go to our outpatient location or you would call our phone number and say that I'm looking for treatment. We'll give you an application and that pretty just tells us where you're at and immediately schedule you for a um, intake to do the assessment, the ASAM assessment. And that will better gear us. If you, maybe you're better without patient, maybe you have good support system. There's a number of things that go into that, or maybe it's residential, then we'll refer you to our residential center. But the great thing is that no matter where you go, if you go anywhere and you get one of those um, assessments done, it's good for like, I believe, six months um, to a year. And people can take that with them if they have a choice in which program they want to go to. I asked Denise about how people might contact the Salvation Army if they were in need of treatment. There's clithro.salvationarmy.org. They can go on there. They can contact our Clithro intake at clithro.intake at usw.salvationarmy.org, or you can call 907-770-8812. After speaking with Denise about treatment, I wanted to speak with somebody from Anchorage who'd gone through recovery. So uh, my name is Jamie Lowers. I have been sober since October 31st, 2016. Um, I have lived in Anchorage, Alaska for the last 10 years. I asked Jamie what brought him to Anchorage. My older brother moved up here. Um, I came and visited and fell in love with it. Um, who doesn't fall in love with Alaska? Um, but the, I mean, the main reason that I was coming up here was to get away from drugs. Um, little did I know there was lot, lots of drugs in Alaska. 
I asked Jamie to tell me a little bit of his story. Well, yeah. So I got up here and I, you know, I stopped using drugs for probably a month. Um, and then, and then I hit it hard again. Um, I, I caught my third DUI while I was up here. Um, and so they technically took my license for 99 years. Um, but I can apply for it again after 10, which is here in another year yet. Yeah. So, well, so I mean, I lost my truck. Um, I did four months in jail. Um, when I got out of jail, I, I didn't have a home. You know, I, I couch surfed um, for a while. And then I, I don't know if you remember Eagle Crest. It was like a transitional living. So I, I moved into there for about two years, um, all while still trying to hide my addiction. Um, and I wasn't very good at it, but yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I lived there for a little bit. And then I found a roommate. I moved out. Um, he was also a very heavy drug user. Um, and so then that kind of started us down a different path. Um, but, but then a year, a year later, I, I met my wife and she is my saving grace. Um, she knew a little bit about what was going on when, you know, when we got married, not, not the full extent of it. Um, but a year and a half into our relationship, she, kept giving me hints or, you know, wanting me to go see a counselor or those things to, you know, to work on my, my addiction. And I, I wasn't having it. Um, and then, so she called my siblings and they, they came over and did, uh, an intervention. Um, I was very upset at them. I didn't think I needed to go. Um, but the next day, you know, I thought about it. I prayed about it. Um, and it was time. You know, because it was either I, I go to treatment or I lose my wife and kids. Um, so, yeah. So then she, she had it all lined up. I went to um, Spencer's Recovery in California. Um, but, yeah, they had me on a plane the next day. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And then I was yeah in rehab and um, I learned a lot about myself in rehab. It was, you know, they, they took my phone. I had no contact with the outside world, really. Um, it was a lot of groups. And I, I don't do well in groups. Um, so it made me, you know, come out of my bubble and learn a little bit more and learn off of each other. Um, and then I also still had my one-on-one with my counselor. But she helped me dig, dig deep into what, you know, like the root of my addiction and why why I became an addict or, you know, like it's, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that really, really helps. Um, also while I was down there, I did a, uh, a trial run, um, on a drug called the Vivitrol, which is an opiate blocker. Um, and so they, so I did a three, they put one in and it lasts three months. Um, and then I flew back down and they put another one in for a year. Um, and when I was finished with that, then I, I still get Vivitrol shots to this day um, because that's my safety net. You know, like, like addiction is, it's a beast living inside of me and I need to keep that beast at bay. And that's how I know how to do it. 
I asked Jamie about seeking treatment outside of Alaska. I mean, well, part, part of her reasoning was if I'm in Anchorage, I'm probably just going to leave the treatment center, you know, or like if I'm in California, I have no money, I have no place to go, I'm, I'm, I'm staying. Um, but the other part was she just couldn't find really good treatment centers up here that she liked. And so she, you know, started looking elsewhere and found a really, really good one. I also wanted to know more. I also wanted to know more about how Jamie was getting his driver's license back. Well, so, okay. Well, so I needed, so when I got my third DUI, I did um, court ordered outpatient treatment through Aquila. Um, and then I was trying to get records from them a year ago, maybe. And the lady told me that um, the DOC doesn't use them anymore. And so they got rid of most of their records. Um, but I could check with the Anchorage jail and see if they have any, you know, any of my records, um, which they don't. And according to my attorney, I need six months of treatment in order to get my license back. And so me not, you know, being able to prove that I was at Aquila for three months, um, that, yeah, that just means that I have to go back to a different treatment center and do it all over again just to get my license back. Um, and then I would still, I mean, and they don't have to give it back to me. Like I can, I can go and, you know, they can, they can say no. I asked Jamie what his advice would be for someone else that has the beast of addiction living inside of them. Find friends that have been through it. You know, like, like the, nope, you don't understand exactly what it's like to go through addiction until you've actually been through it. And so find someone that you can talk to that you can relate to. Um, that's not going to judge you and, you know, let out all your stuff. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess it's like getting a sponsor in AA, you know, like you find somebody and you, you stick with them and you just get through the hard times together. I asked both Denise and Jamie if there was something I was missing. Here's what they had to say. When, when people are ready, we're here. We want people to know that, that um, you know, the Salvation Army is, is a Christian movement. It's a, it's a Christian organization. However, we don't uh, force that upon anybody. Um, when they walk through our doors, you're not going to be shoved across at you and say, here you go. Uh, we make it available to people. If people want to go to Bible study to either our church or somebody else's church. Uh, we have people who go to Acts 247. Um you know, whatever. Uh, we have Bible studies there. If they want to attend Bible studies, uh, pre-COVID, we would bust them out to our, our Salvation Army Center location, and, and they got to go to church. Um, uh, I'm a huge proponent, and I and I think that God just shows us he's a God of second chances, and, and we're, we're all in recovery of some way. I myself just celebrated my 13 years in October. My parents were addicts, um, and it's, it's very, um, near and dear to my heart that people know that no matter what they've done or what they've gone through, that, that there's always a way out and, um, we're happy to help in any way, shape or form we can. If you're on the fence about, about going to, to treatment, go like it's, it, it's worth it. It really is. It saved my life. Um, I honestly would probably be dead right now if, if I would have kept down that road. So just, yeah, if you, if you need help, please find it. 
Substance misuse has been a part of Anchorage since its founding. If you find yourself in the grips of drugs and alcohol, please seek help. And there are deserts that I have yet to cross. And I have dreamed of faraway places where imagination just gets lost. And I would search the wide world over for one proverb that is true. But of all the roads I'll ever walk, I just... As we always do, we asked our guests about a spiritual, mindfulness, or self-care practice that they use to keep themselves centered. In the Salvation Army, officers, or are, I'm an ordained minister within the Salvation Army. Um, they've sent me here to Alaska. Um, I, uh, for myself, um, it's not um, widely acceptable to have tattoos, but I do have a tattoo right here. And it says sola fide. Uh, the Apostle Paul talks about in Romans um, that we are justified by grace through faith. Um, it's solely by faith that we are saved. That's my constant reminder to myself that I'm no longer who I once was. I made new and clean for him. And that just continues to put me in the mindset of I need to be um, spiritually in the word. I need to be doing my inventory daily. Um, That hasn't changed. Um, And always have my plan in place that I have had since the beginning of walking this road of recovery. Um, I've only had to ever use it once. Um, and it was, uh, um, just came out of nowhere. And, um, it was after somebody had passed away. Uh, one of my grandmothers had passed away and, um, by having my plan in place, I called my friend and what I call my squad of people and just loved on me. And it was there, no judgment, no, no anything. And it's just, um, making sure that you have the right people surrounding you and not just telling you what you want to hear, even calling you out when you need to, that accountability, but just staying in my word, um, preaching my, my testimony to others um, and getting to share that what God has done in my life. Uh, all of that pretty much encompasses um, a continued road of recovery. Um, just breathing exercises, you know, like I, I just, I just need to. If I'm getting overwhelmed or something's going on, I just need to step back, take a couple deep breaths, just reset, and then I'll usually be okay again. City Podcast is grateful for a grant from Resonate Global Mission that in part makes this podcast possible. We are also grateful for our partnership with Street Psalms. Check them out at streetpsalms.org. And we're grateful for you, our listeners. If you are grateful for what you are hearing, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and recommend us to your friends. Resources used to make this episode can be found in the show details. The Anchorage City Podcast is hosted by Joel Kickenfeld and is a production of the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative.
The mission of the collaborative is to train the head, heart, and hands of urban leaders to love their city and seek its peace. When we say peace, we mean the desire to see a world where all things are the way they are supposed to be for all people. Find us online at anchorageutc.org and on social media at Anchorage UTC. Our theme song is by Anchorage's own Monica Lettner. <laughs>